Before we get to today's episode of Off the Bench, we want to remind you all that Monumental Sports Network is the new streaming service for all your D.C. sports. Watch live games, exclusive shows, and attend VIP events. You can start your free trial today at GetMonumental.com. What's up, WizKids, and welcome to another edition of Off the Bench. Jamoke Davis here with Zach Rosen and Chris Gehring, and we are talking Wizards basketball, of course, after uh, the game last night at Staples Center. Uh, we'll get to the game, but first, guys, I really want to know from the two of you, did you stay up and watch it live, or I have to admit I had to DVR it. I fell asleep. I got in at 3 a.m. from a trip in Houston interviewing Elvin Hayes. I fell asleep on the game. <laughs> well, well, well. We'll let you have that one, Jim. Okay, as you know, someone who's got his third kid on the way, we understand the old timers can't really hang with us. But uh, yeah, we were all up. The whole department was up. Obviously, yeah. Jeremy's in L.A. I was on the game, but Chris and Jacob were also up. I mean, how could you not with yeah. the the hype, quote unquote, surrounding the game? But I think yeah. you know we were just also excited to watch the team play, and obviously left that game a lot less excited, but. It's one of eighty two, and we move forward. I love the early West Coast trip. Like, did, I was so excited for the game last night. Even though I know I just said I fell asleep, but, <laughs> but going into the game, I was just excited that the team is on the road and 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 already having big nationally televised games. Yeah, it's it's always fun being on the West Coast, and we were talking about that this week too. That it is bizarre that it's this early in the year, yeah. obviously with the with the horse show in town and with the with the schedule being moved up this year by the NBA. So. It's just an interesting. It's a different, a different schedule thing. We're used to it being in the middle of the year, but it is fun to stay up. And it, it was also cool. Obviously, the game is disappointing. I, I, I don't think there's any other way to put that. But it was cool to kind of be up and see the buzz on social media and around TV about this game and 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 people being excited to see John Wall. People, you know, obviously Alonzo Ball is is part of that, and there's no question about that for all of the reasons that everybody already knows and sees on Twitter every single day, but it was cool to see John Wall be like a marquee event. Yeah. You know, something that people outside of our area, people around the country were, were staying up to watch and it was cool to see that buzz. It's unfortunate the way that the game turned out and you know we'll get to that but if you, yeah because if you listen to this podcast we imagine you probably did watch the game wizards lost in overtime 102 to 99 to the los angeles lakers all of the hype leading up to that game i am on the fence if i like it because some of it was fake there's like some fake lonzo ball accounts that were talking trash about <laughs> wall and the wizards and then obviously you know uh LeVar Ball, well, just the balls in general. The, the, it's just a circus around any game with them and talking about how LeVar isn't going to – Lakers aren't going to lose another home game. It's just game, a lot of distractions. Guaranteeing the win. Yeah. yeah. For a regular season game in the first week of the season. Yeah, fourth game of the season luckily, is a lot of Luckily, hype. we play the Lakers again in two weeks, and then oh, we're done I'm with them. I'm so excited and We know they one. probably won't make the playoffs, so we'll be done. We don't have to think about all this again. Yeah. Um, but, no, you're totally right. I think this game was just full of distractions, and you could see the way the team, the Wizards, came out 0 for 7 and just looked terrible. And, uh, you know, they'd admit that too. So I don't think either team played well. We talked about that. We got all of our anger out before the podcast <laughs> because we needed to debrief. But I hear the uncut. Yeah, <laughs> we right. don't record that part. But uh, all in all, I think you just have to move on. There's a huge game coming up tomorrow friday night and then a very winnable game on sunday to 
to finish off the road trip. You got to split this West Coast trip minimum. I mean, you can yeah. go three and one. That would be incredible. Yeah. Uh, but at this point, you go into every West Coast trip. It doesn't matter who you play. You want to split minimum. Yeah, that's something that we said before this trip. That's certainly well within reach. Obviously, the Warriors are are very hard to beat on their home floor. But this is another game. It's 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 a perfect game to have as a bounce back because you really can't dwell at all on on just on really just coming out flat in LA. Because really, if you come out flat, if you come out flat at Oracle, um, we all two. know what's going to happen. So, I, I I do think that it's 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 good to have the Warriors next. It's certainly going to be another fun one to watch. It's certainly going to be one that obviously this early in the year we're 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 still going to stay up. Fans are still going to be hyped about this game. Yeah, there's so much still ahead in this season, and it did have a weird you know like feel to it and, and and certainly you know looking at our twitter mentions after the game like it was it was a just a bizarre thing for the fourth game of the year but seeing the the warriors next on the schedule i think just kind of re you know reignites that fire i i'm, I'm excited to watch and I, and knowing what this team could do against the warriors last year yeah you know we saw an amazing game against golden state albeit here in dc yeah but I think that it's going to be a really exciting, exciting matchup. A good way to move on. The ball stuff is 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 a distraction, but you know he's he, he's good. For, I hate it, but I hate it, but I love it because I feel like he's good for the NBA. And that's part like, of it too. All of I the mean, moves that were made this summer, ratings are up. Everybody's paying attention to the NBA a lot earlier in the season. I feel like this year, and it's all part of. Look, I mean, this team wants to be and is now in that national discussion in that primetime discussion in that you know top of the east this is a playoff team this is all part of it that media attention and all of that all of the the war of words and you know the nba pettiness that everybody talks about all that stuff is is what comes Mm -hmm. with being this good yeah the wizards are this good and this is just gonna you know it's gonna continue but it's 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 all fun it's all part of what makes the NBA so, you know, what makes the NBA all of our favorite. And um, we move on. Steph Curry and, this, and the rest of the Warriors are next. It never it never stops. Going into the game, the Wizards were 3-0, first time since the 78-79 season that the, season, that the team started the season 3-0, yep. 4-0. To me, it was a no-brainer. I never thought that they would lose this game, even when I watched it. John Wall hits that buzzer beater going into the half. You know, Jody Meeks was hot. The second quarter, I was like, this team was really starting to turn it around. And they were going to handle the Lakers and come home with a W or actually go to the next road trip with a W, go to the Warriors. And it just – what happened, Zach? What happened was everything that had stopped the Wizards from almost losing the previous three games culminated all at once. By that, I mean they couldn't hit a jump shot for their life. They missed a lot of clutch free throws down the stretch, especially Beal's one out of two with uh, 12 seconds to go in the fourth quarter. Gortat missed two key free throws in overtime. Uh, Defensively, the switching was just so off. Uh, They would would set a screen on wall, essentially, and then whoever was guarding the screener went on to the ball, and wall had to switch, and he was just kind of late one or two times, and it it ended up being, you know, big shots that got the Lakers back into the game. It didn't happen to just John. It happened to Jody Meeks. It mm-hmm. happened to Beal a few times. 
and those are just things that happen on the road a lot more than than at home because you're not as focused and you're when you're on you're out west especially you're trying to score you kind of try and run the other team out of the gym because that's the easiest way to do it and nothing's easy I think the other thing that happened in the Pistons game it almost happened in the Sixers game uh the Nuggets, it was a lot better, but the late game execution of just putting together good possessions and getting good shots just went out the window. Yeah. Um, the fourth quarter, I mean, they scored 13 points, and it it was just the execution wasn't there. And I think, honestly, the guys just they almost were just like didn't want the ball. They were like, "Here, Brad, you take this possession. No, John, you can have this one." Otto was in foul trouble, and I think that really hurt them in the fourth yeah. quarter. He didn't come back until less than four minutes left. And when Otto is not getting the ball, it comes to John and Brad, and you're already missing Keefe. So the touches are minimized, which means the defense can focus in on you. I thought Caldwell Pope did a really good job on John because after Alonzo got two fouls in the first, they were like, all right, we're not putting Alonzo on John, which was smart. Uh-huh. Um, and then they, they would put Kuzma – uh, Corey Brewer, Josh Hart was tremendous defensively in the paint yep. for a small guy. Um, but it really, like I said, it culminated all these factors that have been killing them so far this season. And we're looking at, right now at the Wizards shot chart. There's a lot of red outside of the paint. Mm-hmm. And especially these top of, top of the key three-pointers, these were open shots for the most part yeah. that just weren't fa- falling. But they're also late in the shot clock. So I think really the defense played better than people are giving them credit for. I know I, I so. just said the help defense wasn't great, but they still gave up less than 100 in overtime, forced 22 turnovers for 29 points. Mm-hmm. It's just the late game execution. You got to play when it matters, mm-hmm. and you can't let young players get confident because they're going to score. That's yeah. just how young players play. Yeah. You have to have the attitude that when you're up, you know, whatever they were up with four minutes left or whatever, that that is the time that you – you bear down, you execute, you put them away. And I think that I don't want to say that that attitude was lacking. It's just that the, you know, like we said, the follow up to that actually getting it done uh, certainly was lacking. And so watching that it's just game, a bizarre it, all the, and all those things, like Zach said, they compound on the road when, yeah. when the crowd's against you, when you have a young hungry team, like the Lakers who really are going to play freely, they're yeah. athletic, they are fresh. It's the beginning of the year good playmaker they're they and and they're talented by the way brandon ingram is really good julius yeah. randall is really good um lonzo ball is really good really he is he good yeah i think he is i mean <laughs> I think the game I, with I, plus yeah, 13 I, I think he's i think he's very very good i mean yeah. he, he 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 gets score though <laughs> it gets overshadowed but he makes he makes winning plays that's like a over yeah, that's an does. overused yeah. term but he really does he's Actually, a great passer he's, a, he's he gets in there for rebounds he he's he gives a really good effort and the, the you know the shots Jordan weird. Jordan Clarkson to me is weird, even was a decent backup point guard. Oh, he's a great backup. He's very he really was, yeah, yeah. They have a lot of pieces, and they, and this is what we see. We saw it with teams like the Sixers last year. Teams that are talented, and you let them hang around. Yeah, um, that's what happens because there's 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 oh, talent, weird. there's hunger, there's drive, and they they had all that combined with. You know, we know the crowd in LA is is awesome. Yeah, Lakers fans are all about the Lakers, and they now they have something to root for. The place was was loud; it was raucous, and and I was going back and forth between NBC Sports Washington and ESPN, and 
on ESPN, they were showing magic a lot and they were showing Dodger highlights. So the, the crowd even had more to cheer about, although I guess towards the end they didn't when they lost seven to six, right. but they kept showing updates to the score. It, it hit me. We're no longer, I don't, we're not a young team. No. I mean, and for the longest time, I used to think, "Oh, we got the we got the the young stars. We got Beal, Wall, well, yeah. and Otto. We're not." You anymore. look at the guys that come off the bench. The five guys that played yesterday are all, I believe, twenty five or twenty six or older. Smith, Meeks, Scott, and Mahimi are all thirty ish. Mm-hmm. Tim Frazier is like twenty six, I think, twenty seven. Uh, and then the starters outside of Ubre are twenty four and older. Yeah. So no, I mean you're right, considering how young the NBA is, but that that's a product of when the Wizards made their investment in the draft yes. and all that. But they have three legitimate players from their lottery picks. Mm-hmm. They made good trades for the other starters. Kelly Oubre is already showing that he was a great mid-first-round pick value. But you're right. I mean, you look at the Lakers, they're all so young. I mean, Brandon all... Ingram is in his what his third season, and he's like 21. And you can when you watch him play, you're like, wow, he's 21. But imagine that kid in three years. He's going to yeah. be really good yeah he already is good I mean he couldn't be defended and had nothing to do with the Lakers how do you defend a guy with a seven it's like Durant like how do you defend someone like that who can just get to the basket that's they have promise I mean and they have a good head coach they they deserve to win I mean the Wizards lost the game but the Lakers does deserve to win that game with their effort and their resilience yeah I was watching some of the national broadcasts and and talking about I mean I don't remember the exact timestamp, but Wall played airtight defense on Brandon Ingram, and obviously that's a that's that a little that's turnaround. A mismatch. Yeah, that's a size that little, mismatch. Yeah. But Wall had a hand in his face; he was right up on him. It was mid range jumper. Yep. Ingram is so long. Yeah. And he and, and he the tip really, shot too. Yeah. That was great. Right. I that mean, that that shot. So many of those integral shots were were really just a product of his incredible length, really good athleticism. Yeah. And I mean that that tip in. <laughs> Ubre played great defense on yeah. the first shot. Yeah, it just and and really it looked like it, it almost looked like a flail that he just like happened to touch the ball and happened. Yeah, I didn't even know it was him. I had to look at the I box did score. Too. I, I had didn't to know who it was. It. I had to rewind it, watch it again <laughs> yeah. to see who tipped that ball in. Because but those are the things that can that can happen, and and like we said, those are the things that happen when you don't close out games. Yeah. yeah. When you don't when you don't get on a you know a quick little five nothing run, a quick little six you know, seven, two run to just create a little distance there in the last four or five minutes of a game, you, you open yourself up to some of those things happening, especially when you're playing a team as athletic and just, you know, able to, able to will things to happen with their, with their, athleticism when Andrew Bogut got in the game I was like that was wild I don't know what he was (laughs) he's like for rebounding on free throws or something yeah Yeah, by like 13 years yeah yeah Uh, we do also want to mention Jan Mahimi left the game with a sprained left ankle there I didn't see an update after the game so we'll we'll get that uh before Friday's game um but Jason Smith did return he played seven minutes I thought he looked a little slow yeah but i'm glad that he's back on the court i think they really need his shooting because the the shooting has been just really not where they want it to be so far but this happened last year to start the year two Mm -hmm. and then they picked it up and they you see that they are just such a better team when they and this is obvious but when they're knocking down open shots and defensively when the other team is missing open shots the lakers missed a lot of open shots and that's probably why this game was still close kind of later after the lakers came back but the Wizards last season gave up like the most, the highest percentage of open shots that went in. 
which isn't the, always the defense's fault. If it's a good play and someone makes an open shot, that qualifies as well. So it's it's all about luck, really. Yeah. So that's also an interesting thing to look at is not only do the Wizards seem to be shooting poorly, their opponents seem to be really good at hitting open shots. Yeah. And, and you mentioned the switching, too, because the Lakers were switching yeah. a lot, and the Wizards they were just switching. couldn't take advantage of the The Lakers of were switching on almost every defensive possession, which is why like Josh Hart was in the paint on Mike Scott. Yeah. Um, and they were able to do that because Brooke Lopez only played 23 minutes. We just mentioned Bogut was barely in the game, so they had all five guys in the court could switch. I mean, that's yeah. today's NBA, and the Wizards are going to do the same when Keefe comes back and mm-hmm. Gortat or and or Mahimi probably won't be on the floor late in the game. So it's going to be the same thing. Um, but yeah, this game we're gonna we're gonna cross it off. It happened. The Wizards are still three and one tied for the the lead in the East. They've already beaten a few pretty good teams. I mean, like Detroit pounced on Minnesota last night. Mm-hmm, I mean, they yeah. look good. Uh, Philly lost a heartbreaker, but they looked really good against Houston. So yep. I, I think this is just going to be an outlier. It reminds me of the Magic game last year at home when John dropped 52 and the Wizards just couldn't stop the Magic. So, And now they've got the defending yeah. champs. Yeah, now you got to go into Golden up. State. Oh, yeah. boy. That's going to be quite a game. What excites you about that game? I think just the superstars on the floor. We're going to get to see yeah. uh, Curry, Wall, Thompson, Beal, Durant, Porter, Draymond. I'm really excited to watch Kelly guard uh, Steph because he was really good on him last year. Yeah. Um, I think Jody Meeks is like a huge part of this game. You're going to see Gortat's going to play a lot, but this would have been a great game for Keefe to play in because the Warriors will put like Durant at the five sometimes, mm-hmm. and their speed is probably going to hurt the Wizards a lot. So you might see a lineup of like Wall, Beal, Ubre, Porter, and Mike Scott, mm-hmm. maybe Meeks instead of uh, Scott, like a really tiny lineup, yeah. and they're just going to run. Yeah. Because the Wizards need their length and their athleticism and their speed in this game because those Warriors, I mean, I. You can't stop Durant. You can stop the other guys, I think. Yeah. I mean, Steph's going to take some wild shots and probably make them, but you can stop him. You yeah. can't really stop Durant, so that's going to be the focal point is how do we stop him, stay out of foul trouble. I remember last year, too. And he's like three levels up from Brandon Ingram. It yeah. didn't seem oh like we God. could stop Brandon Ingram. Yeah, Durant. <laughs> Durant. He's Brandon Ingram with a lot of experience and just a and superstar Hall of Fame resume. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Durant last year of course got hurt when we played him at home, but if you remember Clay Thompson, I believe had two quick fouls in that game, so they were down to just like Steph and Draymond mm-hmm. and Iguodala, but they they're a little deeper now. They got Swaggy P there. JaVale's come to his own. It's going to be fun. There's a lot of connections between the teams. Yeah. Sean Livingston. That's what, that's what I was going to bring up. Uh I'm I'm glad Steve Kerr's healthy because, you know, they missed him a lot last year. Yeah. And a lot of former the Wizards, Wizards on that team. The Wizards will get up for this game. I don't know if they're going to win. I don't know if it's going to be close in the fourth quarter, but like it's going to be a great game again. Yeah. Friday night special. Yeah, we'll see a lot of people up again. I mean, this season alone, you've seen a lot more emotion out of Kevin Durant and yeah. and Steph Curry. Oh yeah, like I mean, they Curry know. throwing his mouthpiece, all that stuff. Like everybody's coming for him. Yeah, I think the Warriors have lost two games already. Also, so I mean, they're not unbeatable, but yeah. they're they're also going to get up for this game. Why wouldn't sure. they? This could be. You know, it's we're not guaranteeing anything, but if everything goes right for the Wizards, they could play the Warriors in in the championship. You never That's know. Right. You never know what can happen. Yep. So yep. Yeah, these really games don't. are they give you a little sneak peek. How do you match up? And again, I think the lineups are really key for this game. Yeah, it's it's going to be exciting. Anytime you can 
give your best shot at the Warriors. That's why, I think that's why, in general, against any team, that's why I love tuning, turning, tuning into the Warriors. Because you know that, I mean, they're incredible to watch. They're amazing to watch play basketball. But they're also going to get the best shot of every single team that they're playing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that, that fails miserably, and sometimes the Warriors win by 30 points. But other times, you know, other NBA teams, as we know, there's plenty of star power in this league. Other teams get to shine against the Warriors, and that's just really exciting. And we have stars that, you know, we know are, are going to be up for this game. And I just pulled up, just for just for reference, last year's box score of that win in Washington. Keefe, as Zach said, a huge factor in that game. He yeah. scored 22 points in that game. Brad was good. He shot around 50%. John struggled from the field, but had 19 assists. So, and then, and then of course, Durant was hurt early in that game, left the game. Mm. So, right. um, it's just, it was just a, this is a game where you certainly will miss Keith because of his versatility and his, his attitude in the paint and ability to get rebounds against smaller lineups and yeah. things like that. But, you know, it's, 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 it's about, it's about harassing Steph, not making things easy. <laughs> He's going to get his shots up no matter what you do. Yeah. Um, Clay is the same way. This, those guys with the quick trigger, it's just so hard um, to defend them for, for 48 minutes. But the Wizards will, will give a great effort. I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about that at all. I think that the Warriors will, will give one too. Their fans give them a ton of energy. That place is crazy. Yeah, Friday um, night. It's especially. no question one of the hardest places to play, if not For the hardest place to play in the NBA. And um, it's just a fun one. It's just a fun one to be a part of. It's fun to to get to play in those games where your where your team, where the Wizards are, are also part of that excitement. The you g- know, it's not just people turning in tuning in yeah. to see the Wizards. It's or sorry, the Warriors. It's people tuning in to see what can John Wall and Bradley Beal do against against the best team in the NBA. The gift and the curse is that the Wizards play up or down to their opponent. So you best believe they will get up for this Golden State game, but they 100%. should not have – they should have blown out the Lakers. And that's something that I know Coach and the players probably in their mind like wish they had this one back and, you know, a few balls bouncing a different way. Maybe they would have won. Otto fouling out, as you mentioned, Zach. That was that was crucial. No, I mean, he's so was, important to the team. It's just – that I think that was like top three reasons they lost was that yeah. Otto couldn't play in the fourth quarter for the majority of it. Mm-hmm. And then they finished the road trip at Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Uh, Garrett Temple, 23 points off the bench. The last game, at least I've followed the Kings. But Yeah, I mean, they don't have any superstars per se, but they've got some really solid players like George Hill. Um, Buddy Heald is coming to his own. I think Scalabissier is pretty good the thing about the kings is that they're another one of those young teams they may not have the 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 lakers have a lot of like very top end talent i would say that ingram randall ball those guys are maybe just like a a slight notch above kind of the top young talent that the kings have but but on on the flip side of that guys like buddy healed um, De'Aaron Fox is, is going to – yeah, I take that back. Completely forgot about De'Aaron Fox. Yeah. That dude is going to be um, a star in this league, no question about it. But but guys like Harry Giles, um, Buddy Heald, I think those are guys that – especially Buddy Heald, I think has been kind of under 
if it's possible to be under the radar as like a national player of the year in college, um, I think Buddy Heald has been that. He's an extremely talented shooter, um, a, like an absolute game-changing shooter. And they're they've got a mix of they've got an interesting mix of veterans. And, That's just what I was about to say. Um, and a few and, old guys. And yeah, Zach yeah, Randolph is on that team. Vince Carter. They're obviously a ways away from being super competitive, particularly in the West, but. It's another one of those. It's another one of those games where there's enough talent. This is true in every NBA game. There's enough talent to beat you if you don't if you don't bring if you don't bring it. Yeah. The Wizards will know that they they knew that la- they knew that against the Lakers too, and um, I think that they'll put an emphasis on finishing this trip strong. And yeah, I think that I think that you know obviously we the the, the Wizards will be favored in this game. They'll be expecting to win and i think i think they'll play that way i think the wizards will beat the kings pretty pretty bad in this game yeah uh i don't think the kings can defend the wizards at all um they don't really have like the wing defenders at all like if you look at their roster it's like who on this team is guarding bradley beal like i really like buddy healed is not a great defender george hill is and he'll he'll be on john i think De'Aaron Fox is going to struggle really badly defensively against Wall and Beal. And then besides Garrett Temple, I I really have no idea who on this team can guard Otto Porter. I think Otto could drop like 30 in this game. Um, Down low, it's important. I mean, they don't have as many bigs that can shoot, though. You know, the Wizards have seen some of those with Embiid, Lopez, Millsap, uh, Jokic, and they will see that with (laughs) you know all the warriors that are really big and lengthy no but sacramento's like they don't pose the threat per se that really has killed the wizard so far this season and at the end of last year i just think it's a really favorable matchup for the wizards yeah the kings are an interesting team in that they have a lot of different pieces that you kind of look at it and you're and you're not really sure how it's all going to come together yet um but that's part of being a young team part of being a rebuilding team obviously after unloading uh, boogie last year but so you know they'll be interesting to watch there's a lot of little storylines for people who really love the nba there's a lot of interesting players bogdanovich is is certainly one of those yeah um but we'll 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 see how they look i i would expect i would expect the wizards to to look good in this game and and to really take care of business to to wrap up a trip that yeah um is important coming home and you look at the top of home games. Yeah, you look at the top of November. There's one road game in the first. There's two road games in the first three weeks of the month. Um, it's going to be a lot of games at home. They'll want to come home um, on a good note for that. Yeah, a lot of lottery teams coming in here too. Five yeah. of those seven home games are lottery teams, I would say. Yeah. So. And even though they missed a chance to be the last undefeated team in the Eastern Conference, they're still mm-hmm. three and one. They split the road trip so far. Hopefully, they can either end that three and one on the road, or be two and two. Is worst case scenario, which wouldn't yeah. be bad. To I come think back they home they come way. home four and two coming to this homestand. They should head in into that Thanksgiving road trip. You know, seven eight games over mm-hmm. five hundred. So, yeah. and I mean that's where you want to be from their long seventeen game home winning streak last season. Maybe can yeah. continue that I, to I start really this season. Would be exciting. Yeah, and Keith should be back really soon. He's progressing. I bet he comes back during that that homestand. Um, I'm not sure which game. Sounds sooner than we thought, though, which is great. Yeah. Um, I was just 
wondering with you guys, I mean, four games, we're one week through the season. What what are the, the general feels about this team? Are they better than you thought, worse than you thought? Um, what – I like for me, I think they're better than I thought because they pulled out those three games and didn't even play well at all. Yeah. I mean, the Lakers game, they played poorly and lost, but the other three – the Philly game was probably their most complete game, but they really – didn't play well at all and yeah. still won and locked it up late in the game. Yeah, I like what I'm I like what I've seen so far because I keep trying to make sure that we remember how last season started. Yeah. With with health. I mean, everyone was playing at the beginning of last season for all intents and purposes and and they really really struggled. Mm-hmm. And so this year to see them struggle you know struggle certainly in, in each game in for stretches but still be able to pull out some wins i think is very encouraging and i think that this this west coast trip is a little out of the norm it's a little unusual to do it this early i think if they finish it up two and two or better they'll they'll be feeling good and and coming home adding keith back all those things are, are are trending in the right direction and i i, I just I'm I'm pleased with with how this started yeah. the season. There's there's yeah, too. undoubtedly room for growth. They would tell you that as well. Um, that's what the start of season is all about. It's a short preseason this year. A lot of things, a lot of little variables are different this year, and I think that they've come out of it pretty well. And certainly they're they're only going to continue to get stronger. The second unit will continue to get stronger. A lot of new faces. We're we're seeing that. We're seeing the we're seeing the byproduct of that for sure. And you know, it's it's still it's still a work in pro, excuse work me, in work in progress, and I think every team in the NBA is, will tell you that even if they're, you know, loaded with veterans and have played together for a yeah. while. So I'm pretty pleased as well. I think as we continue to keep up the counter of how many times we say continuity, <laughs> I think it's it's really helped that this team pretty much is very similar to last year and just improving on the bench um, for what we talked about in terms of the improvements, the fact that most of the guys on the bench, they're learning to play together with this team as well. So if they're, I feel like this year, there's some minor tweaks that are needed to make this team better. Last year, it seemed like there was a lot of wholesale changes that needed to go on before this team started to click as they did uh, in mid December. So I like where they are. And I think they probably will come back from this road trip four and two and can really, you know, uh, spread that lead uh, and and maybe separate themselves from the pack with all of these home games in November. For sure. Yeah. All right. Another solid podcast. Good. Yep, off the bench. Yeah, we'll have some special guests again next week. Monday, Thursday is our projection. We'll talk Golden State and Sacramento games and preview, oh, that good old Phoenix team coming to town Wednesday. At the, yeah. We'll see if they have the same players. And Jeremy better have some stories from the role. Wiffle ball, the wiffle yeah. ball at UCLA yeah. and whatever else they uh, he, We already know he has some. We just can't share all <laughs> of them on the podcast. <laughs> all right, WizKids, hope you enjoy Off the Bench for Chris Gehring and Zach Rose. I'm Jamoke Davis. Ciao for now. Watch Level With Me, a monumental sports network original series, and get up close and personal with the Washington Wizards. Don't miss Bradley Beal and Phil Chenier. Start your free trial at GetMonumental.com.